0: I got the pre I got the pre going is
1: the the pre what? And I like fancy right Wait, is it recording us right now? I'm just wondering the best time to mention
2: your treasure box of Halloween costumes.
0: I mean, you can.
3: I'm
2: just looking at a panda mask.
0: I mean, panda, panda, panda. I mean, what what you want to know? It's is not that, like it's not like uh Is that fake blood? Where? This guy on the face yeah yeah i'm it, it can't be real like at
2: what what point is that what is it
0: it's a uh, panda. you you told me what it was
2: <laughs> what's it for
0: this is like this is like my uh it's like a photography box uh i got masks in there i got costume shit in there i got lights in there i got backdrops in there you know what lights
2: One one time in high school, someone had a Carla box. Like one time he asked if he could have my gum from my mouth. And he he said he had a Carla box. (laughs) I'm not going to say his name. He had a Carla box and I never thought it was I thought it was kind of cool. And then when I look back, I was like, that's kind of weird. Like, what else did he have?
0: Well, I mean. You, the one, was supplying him with the knees that he needed in his box.
2: It was just like a couple things, but.
0: What all did you give him?
1: Okay, so a chewed up piece of gum. And. I feel like I gave him a piece of hair one time or something.
2: Something. I don't remember. It was weird.
0: You, 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 but he, you preached we, it to the choir. It
2: was, it was fun. Like, he was my guy. Like, we were friends.
0: Black or white. Mexican. Mexican? Yeah. It's how it's get down like that. See,
2: they love hard. <laughs>
0: yeah. Mo- Where is he now?
2: Mucho hard. I don't know. I don't think he likes- That's,
0: me. that's very important.
2: I don't think he likes me because- Because his
0: shrine is all fucked up.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. Is he, is he here? I don't know. You know what's crazy is that he hears you every morning from fucking six to noon. I
2: always wonder that. I always wonder if somebody who hates my guts listens just to find more things they hate about me.
0: Yeah.
1: Did you see that thing where these people were, um, they're like tarantulas? I think it was, oh, Cambodia.
2: So they're like, oh, look at this. (laughs) Sorry, because I was just on Instagram. They're like, oh, look at these little tarantulas. And they're all crawling over the dude's hand. And there's like 10 of them. And he starts rinsing them off like, oh, he's giving them a bath. <laughs> he throws them in the fryer and just fucking fries them and they eat them.
0: And tarantulas. Yes.
2: And everybody's like, oh, my God, that's so mean. I'm like, fuck those tarantulas. Yeah, I wouldn't definitely. eat them, though. Huh? It's fucking sick.
0: You wouldn't eat them? No. It's a delicacy.
2: Ugh. I wouldn't need him.
0: Is I, there, a, is there a bug? Is there an insect you would eat? I'm pretty. Sure you was the ladybug eating kid. No,
2: you? I had a cousin who ate roly polies. She would just pick them up and just start eating
0: them. I I wonder how that starts.
2: Looks like chicken.
0: Nah, bro, ain't nobody ever. <laughs> uh, man, it's just popcorn chicken.
2: Why do Why do kids eat glue and erasers and stupid shit?
0: I get. I don't know, Mike. My children definitely never done that shit like that.
2: Back in the day, did your friends do that, though? You never had a little friend that did weird shit like that?
0: Yeah, but... I don't know how it started. (laughs) It wasn't... We didn't influence that shit. If anything, like, What you eating?
1: Roly polies. Oh, you know what I was going to tell you? The perfect name for a rapper... Unless you sound like old dirty ass <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I know they mad. They
0: can't stop no number one, one soundtrack in Black on. Even yeah. the number one movie. We making records. Making yeah. so the whole
3: movie.
0: Wow. OVHF. That soundtrack. Told y'all to make the, the movie. told y'all to show y'all how My I don't know what you said This is the I'm Kind of Famous podcast I'm your host, Lester Rowe New week, new episode Episode 75 K-I-N-D-A, Famous P-O-D dot com Facebook dot com Slash kind of famous pod Arrow films A-R-O-W-E films dot <laughs> com ah. You right, this is
3: fucking this is Like the worst you. echo
0: But you're not gonna wear it, so I'm gonna switch this you think? I'm not worried about it I'm gonna, I'm gonna well, take it off like I said Real thing, it's woman. my official website you can go there arrowfilms.com see shit i'm working on uh today i've been blessed i've been blessed with the presence of radio gold
2: now you want me to talk
0: broadcast gold huh
2: now you want me to talk
0: well you i was trying to do the introduction
2: okay you know where you messed up you always said nobody lets me get through the introduction so now I have to cut you off now it's like I can't let I can't not interrupt you
0: yeah I mean it's a running thing though so you're right I'm glad you did it so you st- sticking with protocol oh yeah, um, I'm a
3: statistic
0: mm. <laughs> see the thing is I, I can't I can have dead air
2: do it shit I know I know
3: sweat on my nuts.
0: <laughs> Carla, y'all is back. <laughs> Frequent guest at this point. I, I don't know how many episodes, because at this point, we had 75 episodes. I can't keep up with none of the stats now. Flyer. Yeah, so how you been? Actually, before I get into that, this week, what, what, you know, been talking about it for weeks. Me? Yeah. You know what I mean? You got to tap in, as they say. Um, talking about what we've been talking about from the ground up, this is a, a series we're working on. Yes. So now we can kind of have some more divulging conversation about it because a lot of information is now out there. Um. So we can have that conversation. So not only is she a uh, radio extraordinaire, co-host Wait, of... thank you. I mean, you know, co-host of the... Uh, power playhouse
2: co-host not coho just in case anybody missed
0: yeah you know i i I tend to cut words out co-host of the morning show power 93.5 this is the play Is, is that officially what it's called
2: i think like back in the day they called it the morning playhouse and it kind of just stuck and i mean greg calls it the playhouse i don't refer to it as a playhouse I'm not like, oh, yeah, it's the Playhouse, Morning Playhouse. I mean, it's a fun name. It's just something they've always done. But I've, you don't see that on any like flyers or promotions. It doesn't say Playhouse.
0: You should ask, why you keep saying this Playhouse, man? We're grown. <laughs> not a, it's not a, but it is no fun. Games. But it is fun. I mean, uh, uh, then why don't you call it the Playhouse? Do we have a problem? I feel ain't like. no games. Because ain't no games when I show up. <laughs> oh, wow it's just that, that's all you had to say because I, I didn't games
2: I would love to have you as a co-host for when I'm hosting when he's gone I would love to have you on there
0: so you can put me on the hot seat I, don't, I think you would try to uh,
2: absolutely I would
0: okay then it's going to be a battle of how quick you are
2: no I mean you just got to let me you got to let me have the balls
0: I mean, I, but it's, you, it's, it's, it's a gang. See, because you got a shorter time, and yeah. when you're quick, you got to be quick.
2: It's a different role when I'm in the pilot seat, which you probably heard when he was gone. It's different.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> then when, you know, when I have a, a co-host, so it's like I'm running things when instead of me adding commentary.
0: But how is that for you? Which part? Like running, running things.
1: Um, if I'm running things, I want to run it, run it. I, I don't, don't, I want to run it, run it. And I'm not there yet.
0: But even with like, all right, so you're not running, running it, but you're doing a version of running it. Mm -hmm. And so it still is up to you to lead the ship because no matter what, you still have to Get to the next hour and the next block and the next everything.
2: Yeah, it's fun. It goes by fast.
0: When you run it.
1: Both times Mm -hmm. when I'm co-hosting and hosting.
0: What's been your favorite moment?
1: (laughs) Favorite moment specifically? Let's say
0: favorite moment this year. I mean, we're at the end of the year, so it's kind of appropriate. At
2: the station? With what I'm doing or in life, like yeah, how at deep the are we going? Oh, okay. At the
0: station.
1: Favorite moment? Oh, uh, well, okay. One of the favorite moments since I started.
2: was wrong? Nothing. Is like probably the first time me and Greg or me and Hitman legit genuinely. Laughed so hard at something we were crying, couldn't even keep it together on the mic. Like, those are fucking amazing (laughs) moments because it's so real. And you can't, like, you can't even talk on the microphone because your head's like down and you're crying, laughing. When I can make him laugh to where he loses it, Mm. that's like a victory for me. Because here's why he's been doing radio for decades, right? He's had many co hosts. Yeah. And he's a professional and he's very structured. So when I, can pull him out of the structure and, like, fuck it up a little bit, I get some personal satisfaction out of that.
0: Do you? Can you remember a moment? Can you remember one of those times that that happened?
2: Yes. All right. When I had my best joke ever on air.
0: Okay. Let's see if it works twice. <laughs>
2: okay. <laughs> we were talking about the stupid news, right? We do stupid news three yeah. times in the morning. You actually helped me do stupid mm. news, which we'll get to. When she was hosting. Which we'll get to. All right um and it was about this woman who came outside and and these two homeless people were at her door asking for food right (laughs) this is a real story it was it was a story all right and she's like you know i don't have i don't have much money but you know here's a little bit of food this this and that they're like okay thank you she shuts the door she hears something like a few minutes later and she comes out and these two homeless people are literally like having sex in her driveway. And I was like, see, you give someone an inch and they take nine. <laughs> you
0: and want just... more, you want more of this tune into Power Point Five in the morning from 6 to 10. Go ahead.
2: It just laid out so beautifully. And we we stopped and then we just died. Like we were just quiet for a second after I said it. And then. It just, like, the earthquake
0: hit. I'm not going to laugh, but <laughs> how did you come up with that?
1: I don't know. It just came.
0: Mm.
2: Don't do it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, the problem is they did
2: it. See? That's why I fuck with you.
0: That was a good... See, you try, you stopped me from the first one. I still had one right behind yep. it.
2: That's called plan B. <laughs>
0: You can get, hey, the jokes don't write themselves, apparently. All right. So, let's do this. That's, that's, that's you know, that's your world.
1: I want to get to the best
2: rapper name ever eventually, but keep going.
0: Let's get to it right now.
2: I feel like I've built it up so much now, it's just going to be like.
0: They didn't know that. That was before. Oh. see, See, now you can just hop in there and give it to us. You ready for it? What are you typing over there? I'm am pulling up some shit. I'm, I'm okay. Okay, here it is. Damn. Here it is. You don't pull the curtain back on your show. <laughs> titties all out.
2: Okay. <laughs> That's the name. Titties all out. No,
1: just kidding. <laughs> Be petty.
3: <laughs> no.
0: That's a solid one. You know what's funny? Not not. it's funny because be I was... Petty. I like it.
2: It could be B-E-Petty spelled out, or it could be B and then P-E-D-I. I mean, however you want to play with it. Be Petty.
0: Damn, oh, relax. B. dot Petty. Yeah, so what's in here... Is that a jock
2: strap or is that his
3: real... Weed? That is
0: his jock strap, Uh, Because you can't... They won't let you fight without one. This too. is Dave Rickles. He's about to fight this guy right here.
3: Oh.
0: Um... So, Bellator 210 is happening as we're recording. Um, so, by the time we finish, we'll know the results of this, and I'm going to know how I feel about it. But you can go over to the Facebook page, facebook.com slash pod and see this dope-ass video that me and Dave Rickles made with, um, in collaboration with Venom uh, Fight Gear. It's dope. I ain't really going to say too much about it. There you go. Okay um I'm looking for it. So I saw a name on f- Instagram mm-hmm. of a rapper in the Midwest. On I don't want to plug their page, but it was a Midwest rapper, and I think his name was like
3: Little
0: <laughs> <laughs> Little Ugly Toes. <laughs> it's not. It's no bullshit. I ain't gonna be able to find it. But Little Ugly Toes was his name.
2: Here, Midwest.
0: Yeah, in the Midwest. Rap name little White Dude, Lil' Ugly Toes.
2: Oh, and he's white.
0: Yeah, I mean, black dude ain't finna be out here. Well, I guess there's ugly god. He's out there. Hmm. He's black.
2: Well, what do you think of Be Petty?
0: I like it. Cause you know, if he getting the beef, you already know what he gonna do.
1: Be petty.
0: Exactly. <laughs> that was an alley hoop right there. Hmm. Sweet alley hoop. So let's 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 jump into this part. Let's do this first. Okay. So from the ground up.
1: Sorry, I'm
0: just looking at this uh, promo. um
1: Wow, how
2: embarrassing! My billboard—you just pulled one of those, and you're the one who created it.
0: What? Jeez. Oh no! Oh, look, 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 look. He always do like a weird ass walkout. Is that Yoshi? He he changed his whole walkout. Oh. So Dave decided to be in a uh, prehistoric egg. hop out of it
2: i didn't know dave was silly like
3: that
0: every uh every show he does a uh unique walkout, so it's always like that's that's a part of his popularity and fame with the company is that like it's always going to be something
2: so where's this oklahoma
0: this is uh, uh at winstar uh casino and resort on the border of um texas and oklahoma very big casino very big look at cody
1: why didn't
2: we go
0: um, I don't know why I didn't go.
2: Why didn't we
0: go? Oh, I didn't know you could go. Jesus. We could have went. We can go now.
2: Hell no, it's raining.
0: Is it? I can't. But look, from the ground up is a way is, is is a documentary series we both created. Um
2: How did we come up with that idea?
0: I um uh, I vivid I I don't gonna say vividly remember because that would be a lie.
2: Was it at the taco place?
0: No, it was it was uh, manifested at the taco place, I believe. So I think how it happened was um, Sam. Sam had a, um, what did he have? He had a listening party. No, this, this is where I thought of it, is I saw the Charlemagne Kanye uh, interview and I thought how dope that was. Like, keep people captivated into an interview strictly off of the conversation and having honesty in it
2: like the dialogue
0: yeah the dialogue but and it was like two hours or something and it's like the fact that someone could sit here and watch this whole thing i'm very firm that like people will watch anything no matter how long it is
2: i still haven't watched that
0: um if it's interesting Mm. but if you started i think you would finish it
2: two hours though
0: if you start it, I think you'll finish it hmm. because well, at this juncture, probably not because we see how it came. Cause some things are in, is the moment. If you're not in the moment when it happens, then it's kind of lost later. Cause things develop real life. happens.
2: Have you watched Takashi's thing on the breakfast club? Yeah.
0: I watch. I, 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 yeah.
2: Did you watch Ebro's thing where he said he got a statement nah. from, Oh, okay.
0: I heard about it, but I didn't I, yeah. didn't, I wasn't interested. Cause some things like that are just like, irresponsible to me
2: so anyway it manifested but
0: oh so yeah, yeah yeah so then um sam just came out with his album and i was thinking um artists could use some honesty and i thought that i could have a conversation with him and be honest and see where it goes oh
2: that's right that's right
0: and um and I, then I told you about it mm-hmm. and you said uh, something to the likes of how can I help? And I, and I was like, All right, I mean, you won't do this.
2: You were like, "Bit."
0: Then for me, I'm a person like when people say that I have to I have to feel like it's sincere. So then fast forward taco place. And I was like, I got to feel it. I had to That's feel right.
2: It.
1: You were you were kind of grooming me. Sicko.
0: Yeah, sicko mode. Out like a light.
1: Reel it in. Reel it on in. It ain't fishing season.
0: So, it's raining though. Anyway. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. And and, and I had to, like I said, I had to feel like something real because it's it's so hard for me to want to include people into ideas. And then I think some of the shit that you said to me made me think that this could be bigger than Uh, just one artist well I was coming
2: from a genuine place not only working in radio but being an artist previously
0: Mm.
2: and knowing the artists knowing
1: most of the artists here in Wichita
0: how do you feel about it
1: the project or the artists
3: the project
1: I feel like I feel like there's so much more that's going to branch from it.
2: Like, I feel like we have the foundation for it and I feel like if it gets in the right hands, it's going to fucking explode.
0: It's a process. So actually, the real question is seeing how a documentary works, is there anything about it like is most surprising about how, how it develops and everything like that.
2: Well, I was impressed by you. Like, the little shit you don't think of. Like, having the little mic people wear mm-hmm. so you can hear everything they're saying. Yeah, you got to. I mean, just, just little stuff like that and the footwork you've put in. You've put in way more footwork than I have. Like, you literally have had to go and record people and hook them up to the mics and go to their shows and ask some questions. It just it takes a lot of hours. And that's not even editing.
0: That's not even editing. That's a god, that's a fact.
2: That's not music, you know, and then looking for sponsors and then looking for this and that and organizing it and everything.
0: Being in like radio production, because essentially you're you're having to do something similar to that on a daily basis, in real time, sometimes. Mm-hmm. So, I think there is this. What am I? I'm trying to go somewhere, and I I lost it because find
2: it. I'm, I'm gonna pick here. up this panda mask.
0: Okay. <laughs> this is gonna. Be-
2: Whoa, you have all kinds of masks. Yeah, I
0: said that. This is like my, this is like a production box.
2: Oh, you really are artsy fartsy, aren't you?
0: Well, I mean, if I got to shoot, I might want to use something in there or whatever. It's always something that I want to do. Okay. But um, with the artists, as far as the artists, has there been points of this that I'm, I'm nervous what's going to happen here? Dude, we I have right, our on.
2: clothes on. Don't be nervous.
0: Uh, man. I shit. like
2: how there's this cushion, for like yeah, to keep
0: your head from getting fucked up. Um,
3: <laughs>
0: what has been most surprising about the artists in this in this whole and this? And you don't have to be as I, direct, cause oh, can, okay.
2: Yeah. Let me know how direct we're being.
0: I mean, you as honest you want to be on the show. Um, I don't give a fuck.
2: Okay, okay, okay. as a previous artist with my with what i would do with what i did i mean i you were an artist yeah i built a street team from the ground up Mm -hmm. a group of people who i couldn't even pay but i did so much they just believed in me Mm -hmm. i would do shows and i would um rehearse have choreographers and and put shows together and meet with people and network and do all this stuff and and uh vocal lessons and writing and going to Atlanta and meeting new producers and trying to do all these things so busy so invested it was so draining so exhausting but you loved it at the same time and anybody wanted to be a part of that world and expose it I'd be like hell yeah come to the fucking studio what whatever we got to do do this do that some people didn't want us to be in the studio or Um, didn't have shows, or I I was surprised by how much some people weren't doing.
3: Mm.
2: Like, if you have this opportunity and you're not taking advantage of it, who are you gonna? Who can you blame for where you're at if you're at a standstill? Nobody but yourself. Mm. And what made it apparent is the work ethic some artists do and don't have.
0: What um
2: it made me question do and lastly um when when i was doing music my goal was to essentially make money doing music and i loved doing it and to continue to um climb up the success ladder and i feel like um a lot of artists don't think like that they're just like i'm just doing it for the art and if you fuck with me you fuck with me and i'm i I don't know. I maybe I miss. I don't grasp that. I'm just like I. It, when I was doing it, I loved doing it, and I want to do everything I could to grow my fan base, and while still being true to my like art form, but being smart with like marketing and and making money at it and making a living at it. Do you know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Do you what What do you do? You think that's a disconnect, or is it something where they are? Um, maybe just don't even know how
1: It's a combination of that And maybe it's really
2: not what they want to do They think it's what they want to do I-, I can't imagine being in that mindset And that is what you want to do Like for the rest of your life Because I was in the mindset This is what I'm doing for the rest of my life
0: mm. And the question I think uh, there's a question I, 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 I know I've asked Everybody, I believe I've asked everybody is if you don't see yourself being this biggest, best whatever, why commit to Exactly all of this. Like for instance, <laughs> uh, be petty in the in the building.
2: Oh, uh um, oh, don't do it. I need to register. For
0: a now. person, all right, so one particular artist, uh, because I'm being petty. Um You know, they say they only make, they make the music for their fans. Mm -hmm. Like to me, how much commitment goes into, to me, for me and a lot of people that I think I grew up around in music, how much we put into making sure the song was right. Because a
2: hit is a hit. I don't give a fuck if it's for five people or for 20,000. If you got a fan base, you still have to show them, look, this is why you love me. You still got to put in that footwork. You still got to have a good-ass song. Yeah. It's not an excuse to suck.
0: But you're also paying for it, too. You're paying for it in dollars. Every single... uh, For the most part, paying... Even if you're buying equipment, you pay for that. Mm-hmm. And to do all that and to say, like, to have a very low-level expectation for... I don't know if it's a, ex- a low expectation of self or if it's...
2: Maybe that's it. Hmm. Like, maybe... In general, that's just, they're just, you know, mediocre.
0: And if you're wondering why we're being uh, dishonest, most of the recording is done. <laughs> <laughs> so at this point, got most of what I got. Now, one thing I do plan to do is have um several of the artists on the podcast. So there is love that. a little more intimate conversation so the com- it feels more like a conversation There's a difference in how i interview versus how i interview i guess podcast interview versus doc interview is different because my voice has to be heard a whole lot less uh in the doc and i'm more patient about what they're saying to see what comes out versus when i'm sitting in front of them it's like all right with body language i'm looking at you You know, I can feel where we're going if you're dodging and all this sort of thing. Um, But with that. As an artist and seeing how. Let me ask this, let me change, this because as a former artist and as a person on radio, do you think it's a lot easier for these artists to get a fan fan base and traction now than it was probably when you were performing?
2: I believe it's easier now. A little bit easier.
1: Um, Just access to digital.
2: Access to social media. It's more like widespread, like Instagram, all of that stuff.
0: But I feel like these artists play a lot of internet games than they play music games.
2: You mean like paying for like views and likes and stuff?
0: Well, not even that. It's like they're more focused on, you know getting a reaction out of people by what they do as opposed social. to the music. Yeah. Getting a reaction from the music.
2: Yeah. It's almost like your f- people are fans of the personality. And then if you got good music, that's just like awesome. If you have mediocre music, but you're this awesome personality, I feel like people are okay with that now. Mm. Takashi, like he something about him. He's got charisma. Yeah. And he's this great stage presence, but like I, he's not in my playlist,
0: mm, yeah, I know he in my playlist, so
2: yeah, you told me you're a fan of him, yeah, you know,
0: I think he does all of it good, um, I think he does the the, the promotion is like it's free promotion because it's it's um,
2: do you think it's a facade? do you think he's he's a front how he is,
0: yeah. Yeah, hundred percent, and and I think he admits that. I think he will say that. I mean, if you did you watch those interviews, mm-hmm. of, like when you hear him talk, you can you can clearly, I believe, you can clearly see that. Um, he knows that he's just fucking around and trolling. Yeah, trolling as as it said, and I think the difference is people see that and think, oh. I can do that because I control where it's, it's, it feels more strategic how he does it. Like, even when you hear him talk about it. Yeah, I went to this place. I went to this place. I took a picture and I got the fuck out of there. Right. Like, right. like to know that, you know, I'm not going to be dumb, dumb, but I'm going to have And now he said
2: when this. he thought he was going to get locked up, he cried? Yeah. Previously?
0: Vulnerability. And now you have... um. Because I, I believe we have an artist on the show that, that it tries to follow that same thing. And I think a lot of artists in general try to follow that same blueprint. But my thing is always, if you're going to do that, you have to go all the way in. You can't just all play a little in. bit. Because playing that game, playing that a little bit, I think people can feel it. Mm-hmm. And, and the moment that people have doubting you, <laughs> I think you slowly will start to chip away at your fan base. Because at some point they want music. Right Good music
2: exactly, and people can see through like you said, if you're not authentic, if you're not yourself, they're gonna see through it. people mm. will see right the fuck through it
0: I agree, well, from the ground up is uh it's it's chugging away it's a lot of little pieces, a lot of little things that um I think I learned about myself in this process, let alone just it it is the biggest thing I've. <laughs> it's the biggest project i've ever worked on like flat out like this is the most content the most um the most everything to try to put together in the amb- a- ambitious nature i had of like how oh, i could do this quickly
2: have you ever had a partner on something like this before on any of your projects
0: no I haven't had a partner on anything. I'm used to... Because, I i mean, as you know, like, I, I'm, I pick up and go. Boom. I pick up and go. Like, is that where we at? Let's go over there. Because I believe that in... um, Unlike some artists, um, I think I look at it in the way that when I was an artist, if someone said, like, you can get on this show, let's get on this show, right. let's, let's get to it, versus like now... You know, with this, with documentary, real life happens and there's so much shit that can get missed by mm-hmm. saying, I'm too tired. It's plenty of, like, it's plenty of sh- scenes and shots that if I was being lazy or if I just committed to being tired, that I wouldn't have got. And then that would have been like great moments missed.
2: Every time you said you've got like a really unexpected, great scene was when you were initially not even gonna go.
0: 100 percent. i think every single time every mm-hmm. single one of those was me saying fuck it let's just get it out the way and then it end up being
2: and that's a lesson like that's a lesson in life if you think about it first of all diddy said that one time diddy was like 90 of the shit i do during the day are things i just don't want to do mm-hmm. but it's shit that just keeps me excelling yeah. and also you know when Just like in my job, you don't want to do like sometimes you don't want to do certain interviews or meetings or this or that or whatever. And you end up doing it and you're so glad you did after you you you're just so glad you took advantage of that situation, that networking opportunity, because little tiny, little tiny things like that can really come back around and, and be a positive thing for someone.
0: I'm telling you, well, we got a lot of dope shit. Thirty some odd artists plus in this, and um, when it's ready, it's ready. I think what's dope really is like the, how people have just jumped on, just like you know what? It looks like it's gonna be something dope. I'm with it.
2: It's pretty exciting about like sponsors reaching out, wanting to be a part of it. Um, and you can still be a sponsor. Can we throw that in?
0: Yeah, go on. Throw it in there. You can be a sponsor. Um, what's the email address?
2: <laughs> F T G U Nah Yeah Huh
0: nah. That's You Giving Them The Password <laughs> Jesus Ground Up I C T At Gmail Dot Com
2: Ground Up I C T At gmail.com. Also Last Time We Talked About This We Couldn't Talk About Our Surprise
0: Oh Person Yeah
2: And Now That It's Said And Done
0: Yeah 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 Um So The Co Host uh, the co-host of the power 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 Playhouse power power morning Playhouse is that it
2: you can just say power 93.5 power
0: 93.5 not only the host of power 93.5 the program director uh of power 93.5 Greg the hitman Williams is a, a, a part of it mm-hmm. great interview great interview um
2: what it, did you learn something from that interview with him
0: yeah, I think so. I mean, I learned about him, but <laughs> in general, I think um, you know what the the clip that you saw, like the one. That, so we put a clip out, but there's a longer version of that clip. I think the I think him saying what he said about like um, the artists and how they network. I think that was probably more surprising because that felt like someone who's who who like has a real pulse to it, huh? You wait, what? It felt like a person who has some degree of pulse of how the the artists work in in town, regardless of like how people think of him and how the artists look at him mm-hmm. and and what his position is there's is still that was a statement to me that showed like, okay, maybe they feel the way they feel and say what they say, but he has some degree, regardless if like he's getting that information from someone to have that information in his pocket is, is, I mean, that's what you want. To me, that's what you want out of the person who is largely, largely responsible for getting talent. I mean, urban music on radio.
2: What do you think as somebody who's been behind the scenes, you're pretty much th- on the inside. Um, do you think artists will have a different perspective after seeing his interview?
0: I think the bad artists will still be bad. And I think um, those who, I think those artists who really um, care about making music will look at that and go and we'll learn Um, Mm -hmm. because at the end of the day, that is a person in the position that you want. And I don't give a fuck how many people say you don't need radio and you can do streaming and all that. That is still a perspective that's important to development because understanding how to make a hit song, understanding what these people look at when it comes to um, programming music, programming music, basically putting music on the radio. And and, you know, yeah, I I think those artists who really care about this, who really want to make it will take that and do something with it now is that same artist a talented artist that's a whole different conversation but i think one who cares will see that and and take something from it especially as a person who's divisive as he is
1: insane
0: insane all right so we're gonna move on say
2: something
0: i kept trying there we go so I did something. So this the 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 you
2: just trademarked be petty? Is that what you were doing? Yeah, right yeah,
0: here? we got that shit figured out. So uh, K man fight is ending as we speak. So here in a minute we'll figure out who won that. Um, From what I was able to see, it looked like a good little scrap. Went back and forth. Um, so um, look, can
2: I get props to your jambalaya real quick? Yeah, hell yeah! Shit, you need to start not right now. You don't have time. You need to start a restaurant. Nah. nah yeah, nah. what about like a food truck? What would you name it?
0: Ro come on. on i do it. You know what I mean?
2: Y'all, he made jambalaya rice, baked chicken. What uh what was in the rice? So
0: hold on. So oh, my bad. in the jambalaya, there was chicken breast cut jambalaya. up there was shrimp in there and there was sausage, Cajun sausage, with Ro seasoning. We'll be patching that up so you can buy that when you want. But if you want to try the Ro seasoning and you down in Dallas, you go down to the good luck on dolphin in the south side. And go tell tell them Ro sent you, and gonna, he going to take care of you. You going to feel it. You get some chicken, pork chops, fish. If you know good luck, you know they're good for those classic <laughs> Link sandwich baskets. Get that. Down on Dolphin, man. But go ahead. Be
2: Petty Food Truck coming soon.
0: Nah, man. No? Ro knows, man. I got to stay with the brand. You know, the only reason is because it's just easy to remember. And it's low-key stealing from Bo Jackson. But whatever. So, I went to the casino last week.
2: Did you win?
0: See, now you're asking real questions. Oh. <laughs> I, I, I look.
2: Do you, what do you do? Slot machines?
0: Nah, man. Play a little Blackjack. Okay. A lot of Blackjack, actually. I played Blackjack. Then I, I somehow I got on a roulette wheel. Look, wow. Blackjack. So, I sit down on the Blackjack table. Did you have sunglasses on? Nah, I should have. Nah, that's poker though. So I'm sitting, <laughs> I'm sitting at the blackjack table. I give them my little money. I, take, I do the same thing. I, I play with $60. I'm like, boom, take $60 out. We'll play with that and see what happens. If I make money, I just keep playing with the money I make. And so I'll never lose my $60.
2: Okay.
0: Sit down. Get my little $60 worth of uh, chips. Put the, put, I put five down.
2: You put five on
0: it? Put five on it. No, I didn't. I put ten on it. Cause I was trying to get on the five dollar table, but the Asians was hogging and I was like, look, I don't want to start with ten dollars. I came with sixty. That's six games I'm gonna get to play if I'm having a shitty night. Okay. So I put ten dollars down. Okay. Boom. Hit it. I win. I get a twenty. Bam. It's twenty dollars. I get twenty uh twenty dollars. Put it, I leave the twenty on the thing, on the table. Mm-hmm. Play the game. Because you got game.
2: sixty, right? You got sixty to work with.
0: I got sixty to work with.
2: Twenties on the table.
0: Twenty on the table. Cause I played ten. I won that. I got twenty. And then the next one. Hold on. Did he win? I don't Yeah, he won. That's what I'm talking about. Unanimous. What does that say? Yeah, 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 yeah. Twenty record, to five. Twenty five. Most wins. Um Yeah, so I put the twenty down. Blackjack. Boom.
2: Did you bet on that fight?
0: No, 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 no. Wow. You can't bet on these fights. Wish it's, I could. Because it's illegal? No, nah, it's legal, but like certain... Like, it has to be enough bets for a fight for them to make it. Oh, gosh! Gotcha. One that you can bet. And they don't normally do it. So, no.
2: 20's on the table. 20 on the table. Bitches on both sides of you because you're about to come up. Huh? You know, like in Vegas when the girls start coming
0: Oh, no, no, nah, because nah, that's bad luck. Out. That's bad luck. Is can't it? Can't fuck with that. I mean, it, for me. <laughs> I don't really want people around me. Okay. So... I hit a blackjack. I make that little money. I hit a blackjack. I didn't even notice it because I was I was too scared to lose money. Mm-hmm. So when it said blackjack, I say, oh, I'll take it. Dude next to me said, man, that's the slowest reaction I've ever seen to a blackjack since I've been here. Like, look, man, it's my money, not yours. And
2: get off my dick, first exactly. of all.
0: You worry about the wrong shit. We all shit. playing our own hand. Play the next one. Win. I feel good because now I got $60 and my 60 so, I'm sitting here with the chips in my hand. I'm like, mm, I got this. I'm going to keep this right here. Keep this on my lap. Keep this on the table. So, oh. you
2: have your 60 and now you're about to come up.
0: I'm, I'm, I'm trying to. Okay. All right. So, I play the next hand. I lose. And I hurt a little bit.
2: By how much did you lose?
0: I lost $10. I lost $10. Okay. So, I lost. I said, the next hand, I'm double down. Boom. Here's $10. I get a 15. Now, 15 is a very bad hand to double down on.
1: Hold on.
2: are you pl- What game is this?
0: Blackjack, 21.
2: What happened to roulette?
0: We'll get the roulette. <laughs>
1: okay.
0: I play or- this. Okay. 15, I look at it. I want my money back. So I double down. Motherfucking 23 or whatever the fuck it is. Aww. Lose all that. It's so, all right. Play again. Lose that. Play again. Lose that. I'm looking at the table like he fucking with me. I play again. I lose that. Now I'm down to $10 to my name. I mean, to that moment. I play again. Blackjack. Make that money. The dude next to me said, man, that's the worst streak I've never seen somebody roll.
2: Why is this dude trolling?
0: He in my business. But I mean, I I like a little commentary, but it was too much. So I get up. I go over to the roulette roulette table.
2: Dude follows you.
0: Nah, he's he still playing. Okay. Because he playing big money. He playing $200 games. I can't, I can't breathe like uh, that.
2: Ah, that's why he was mouthy.
0: Yeah, he was like, you playing this little bullshit, bro. I got $100 on the table. I go to the roulette table. <laughs> so I'm looking. It's, I have a strategy on roulette. I, no, this is a strategy I thought would work. So it's a strategy where you put the chips on four numbers. So I'm standing there. Because and, and, if you do that and you win... You went 7 to 1.
2: Right, 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 right.
0: So I'm sitting there. I dropped that shit. No, I'm not dropping it. i mentally drop it. I don't want to put it down because I'm down to not a lot of money. So I'm looking at I lose four times in my head. So I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to risk it. And so... You got $10 sit, to risk, right? I got $20 to risk. Okay. On a $5 table. And in my mind, I'm going to drop the 20 Fuck it. I'm here.
2: Right. Fuck it.
0: You know what I mean? I'm already fucked up. So a dude... Just walks by.
1: The same dude?
0: No, a different dude. Oh. This dude walks by. He got a little $25 chip. He put it on 24. Right before, like, they, people making bets and shit. Right. And then the, he, he just walk up, put a $25 chip down. Asians running the table. They got chips all over the place. Motherfuckers just moving around. But the last minute he dropped $25 on 24. Dude says, all bets close."
2: And have you done anything by this point? I ain't
0: point? done. I was about to, but I was like, you know, let's see how this play out. It rolls it. It fucking hits 24. Wow. That motherfucker just walked up 18 to 1 odds. That means Jeez. 25 times 18. He goes, woof, he's happy. And I'm sitting there like, it's money on the table. It's money on the table. They're giving away money. They just mm-hmm. gave him a bunch of money. Put my $20 down. Seven to one odds. Our bets gone. And I'm looking. The ball. Bo- I put it on four numbers. I forget the numbers. I'm looking. I see the thing. I'm looking at the wheel because it moved too fast. So I'm just looking at the screen waiting for the number. I look down. That motherfucker was scooping my chips up. <laughs> Got the fuck out of there.
2: So you lost all your money? I
0: lost all my money. <laughs> it's the first time I ever went gambling and lost all my shit
2: that I, I
0: play- came to play with.
2: I feel like you just gave me and everyone else listening major blue balls. 'Cause we're we're ready for a happy ending. No. And you did not give us that. No.
0: <laughs> I ain't happy. So all y'all gotta be fucked up by this. <laughs> this is a problem for everybody.
2: But you know what? Think about people though who ain't tripping over sixty dollars. They fucking like bet their rent money just because they have a, a problem. You're tripping over you're like, oh God, the sick people like Fucking with their rent or their West Star and just betting hundreds, like fuck it.
0: Look, you say so. That. Your
2: sixty don't sound too bad now, right?
0: Nah, because look, <laughs> Dave just won this fight. Dave got to pay me for this little situation. I'm taking that money. I'm betting all <gasps> that. <laughs> You're going wow, what a fiend! I already got to check for some other shit. Uh, those those sponsors coming in real nice, but I'm looking at that and I'm leaving alone. I'm leaving alone. <laughs> But Dave finna drop this on me when he get back. Congratulations, Dave Rickles. I need that check.
2: So you're going to go get your revenge.
0: I got to win. They got my money.
1: Define win. I got to get $1,000. Really?
0: <laughs> I got to get $1,000. It's Christmas season. Yeah, I feel you. It's Christmas time. Got to get 1000 I ain't never won 1000 you, you can do it. I got to get 1000 You can do it. I'm, when I say I'm trying to go out there and honestly, like I said $5, $10 game, I'm I'm go play $25, $50 game. You
2: going to do roulette? No. Blackjack?
0: I'm sitting on the blackjack table. I'm going to be that motherfucker leaning with a drink. And you I'm You ain't going to be that, first I'm, of all. You, you want to come?
2: You're going to have a bottle of water. You're going to be looking all scared.
0: Oh, no, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> Goddamn right, I'm look scared.
2: <laughs> i are like, oh, here's this guy again. He was funny last time. What's this panda mask he's wearing?
0: <laughs> why would I why would I do that?
2: Cause you got a box of fucking masks. Like a psychopath.
0: Speaking of psychopaths, you were sick.
1: <laughs> I was. Sick with it. Oh. Hey,
0: that's a good one. Thank you. Uh, that was a high five you heard. Dang I'm gonna edit that out. I don't want to get too <laughs> much props. Um, so what was that about? How did you get sick?
2: I don't fucking. Ever since Max started pre K, it's just been a shit show from there. Like, I'm like fuck pre K. Why? Why are we doing pre K? Everyone's sick now because of pre K. Mm. Yeah. Pretty. He had strep.
0: But you also had a diagnosis. You had a, a real good diagnosis.
2: <laughs> oh, <laughs> that I was gonna die. Why? Well, I-, I go in the ER because I'm like, you know, my son had strep. I would like to
0: not be sick.
2: Not be sick, pretty sure. Because they say like strep because I don't know, you might not remember we were like messaging or something, and I got sick from like one day to the next. Like I was cool and then boom, I was like
1: dying. So I go to the ER and he's like, Well, uh, I took a look and you know, I did notice something
2: on your Tonsil, and I mean it could be cancer. We just don't know with these things.
0: <laughs> I'm like, uh, oh. no, you got stay in character.
2: Oh no, I, this is me now. I'm like, okay, uh, right. what? Like, I just want some fucking z pack bro. Spam. Give me that young Z pizzle, and let me be out. Got to. So I'm thinking I'm dying. I text you. I was like, well, I don't know what to say.
0: Like. Nah, you was nonchalant with the cancer, too. Was I? You was just like, you said it could be cancer.
2: <laughs> I mean, because that's how he came at me. So I'm just like, it's trickling down. It's got a trickle down effect.
0: Nah, man. Some, if the, look, the doctor Who can't says lay that? that. Who says that? Yo, doctor.
2: The ER doctor. Not my doctor doctor. It's the ER doctor. He
0: Because he's seen these cases a lot.
2: He's just planting these fucking seeds. Who who knows what else he did all day? Just planting these fucked up seeds because his Christmas is going bad.
0: Dr. Death over here.
2: He had to fucking work on Thanksgiving. So he's like, you know what? Was this on Thanksgiving? You're going to die. No. It was Uh, after. Friday? It was barely after. Because I didn't. When did I not go to work? Monday. Monday. It was Friday. I was super sick. Like, was it Friday. Saturday. Saturday Saturdays when I went to the ER.
0: Yeah. Cause you thought it was Sunday. Mm -hmm. Like a madman. Yeah. I was fucked up.
2: Yeah. Cause Sunday I was like, Oh, I hope I get better. Monday. I was just like, I can't, can't. I was like, Greg, I have cancer. (laughs) (laughs) Is that what you told him? No, but I told him that's what the doctor said. And you know what? It's not funny. I've had family members who, who, uh, battled fucking cancer. And I'm just like, who does that at the ER? Who just like lays that on you?
0: So it was literally like, um, it looked like, like, was there any test involved before he dropped cancer on you? Did no test. He was like, and then he was like, you know, and then, you know, I also feel he like. He just came out with the wit- wooden spoon. Then was he's like, <laughs> that little uh. wooden, yeah.
2: Then he's like, <laughs> and you know, we could run tests because it could also be flu. You could have strep. It's up to you if we want to run all these tests. And I'm like, just give me a Z Pack.
0: He said it was up to you if you wanted to run tests. test. Yeah. And then, he, and <laughs> so then he's my like. my doctor being like, man, what you want to do?
2: And then he's like, you know, if it's, if it is flu, we can do the Tamiflu. But if you ask me, I don't even know if the Tamiflu works. Like this guy was a class fucking act. Like, I don't know if he just said, fuck it.
0: He, recently. he said he doesn't know if the Tamiflu works. Mm-hmm. Hey, I like. He was like, like, it's honest, to be like, debated. He was sitting there like, look, man, uh. Do you got any? Hmm. Let me, let me ponder on <laughs> this. Because, look, I'm not going to give you anything to prescribe. All right? Because that's bullshit.
2: Then he was like, you know what? I'm a little old school. He looks to the right, looks to the left, <laughs> takes his dick out. <laughs> I'm like, sir, no, <laughs> thank
0: you. It's like, ah, again. Give me <laughs> ah, again. Tongue out. Okay. Okay. Now, this
2: ain't your typical wood. This is a non I don't
0: see. See, my...
2: Well, I went to a specialist, and he almost laughed. He was like, "I was like, but I was like, but doctor, did you see?" Because he said, "I was like, oh, oh yeah, I saw that. It's, you don't have cancer." I was like, "Actually," he was like, "You don't have
0: cancer, ma'am." So he had to double hit you with, "You don't got it."
2: The specialist, because but you, I was nervous.
0: But you know what? I I think <laughs> you were nervous.
2: So, I
0: mean, so how was that? This? Was my how f- was this grabbing at you? Because you had, you had to set up the specialist. You went back to work at this point. Right. So, was this like, do, was you dwelling on this?
2: Here's the thing. Like, you go back to work and your boss is like, so you do or you don't have cancer? Like, because you're like, you're like yeah. scared. He's like, so you do. Or you, how do you How do you live that down?
0: Like, look, fam. <laughs> good news. Um... Speaking of of blue balls, right? mm,
2: Like your little casino story. Okay. That's kind of like that. The cancer? I mean, you know, it's like there's a climax and people want to know. It was literally like an overnight. It's not like, oh, we're going to find out. We're going to do some testing. It was like the next day I find out I'm good.
0: Here's the real question. Was any testing done in general? No. Everybody was just eyeballing it. It was like, let me see. Mm-hmm. nah that ain't cancer.
1: And then the other doctor's
0: like, "No, no, let
2: me see. <laughs> okay, no, no, no. It was a gangbang. It
0: was an eyeball gangbang. <laughs> like, Samantha, come in here. Quick question. I'm not comfortable. Hey, come here, come here. No, 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 no. Open your mouth. Open your mouth. Cause uh, let's compare tonsils. Cause now this is a tiebreaker. We just need you to break a tie real quick on this. Now, this guy says she got cancer. For me, I just see, I see strep. What you think? Oh,
2: I didn't say strip, Samantha. Put your fucking God clothes damn back it. on.
0: Fucking shit. Um. Wow. More like this on the Power 93.5 Playhouse.
3: Howard Stern. Do
0: impressions. She's laying these impressions in. Um. You know, it was a time I went to the doctor. I don't think I've ever got a misdiagnosis, actually. I think about it.
2: Is it considered a misdiagnosis if no testing is done?
0: Man, look, if a nigga eyeball it, yeah. Because <laughs> you can't eyeball counts. It's like, motherfucker, come here, let me see it. Uh, I'm pretty sure that's it. Why
3: age. did he say
2: that? Like, look, why was that also, his first? He also thing? told
0: you Tamiflu didn't work.
2: Well, he, he said, now. <laughs> no. <laughs> I, I wish me and you could just go up there right now and I could introduce you and be like, this is him. And hey, then we just walk out. Again. And then we just walk out. I'm like, this is him. Mm. was like, well, now, Tamiflu, you know, it's debatable. Does it work? I say no. I don't even get the flu shot. I don't think the flu shot works. Will it make your flu go down by a couple days? <laughs> it might. <laughs> it might not.
0: This doctor was just working on it. He was like, look, you know, are you sick? Really, really? Because <laughs> they're you- sick and they're sick sick. Right now, I'm looking at a sick person. How about this? I got add Advil for you.
1: <laughs> Take two of these. Call me in the morning.
0: And, and then not answer the phone? <laughs> I, yeah, I've never had a diagnosis. I, I, I've had a scare. Had, I had a real bad scare one time at the doctor. Thought, uh, thought I was going to lose my dick. That's not even. Seriously? I did. Why? Well, so. Who
1: are
2: you fucking?
0: Nah, it wasn't even one of them kind of situations. Although I got a real good story about that uh, for another show. But. uh, (laughs) That's so fucked up. A
2: different kind of show?
0: I mean, hey. (laughs) um, Nah, I got bit by a spider. On your weenie? Right on that crevice between. Like your groin? It was in the groin area, yeah. See, I'm real like when I'm nervous, I'm really like funny, 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 funny. And so I go in, Like crackhead. Man, whatever call it what you will, but so it's one of them things like dudes know like you get something near your ball, your groin area, your dick sack, balls, scrotum, outlet. Like it's so much time that you're gonna give it before you like I got, I got somebody got to look at this.
2: Was it a brown recluse? I don't know. Okay.
0: I don't know. So. I had, it, it just started to hurt and I couldn't walk.
2: Okay, so take us there. You wake up one day
0: All right, and there's a so, dead spider on your dick? Nah, nah, nah. So I wake up and I was scratching my inner upper thigh. And uh, I, I didn't think nothing of it. You know, you get the scratches from time because I right. wear belts and shit like that and whatever. So that day goes by. By the end of the day, it just felt like it kept hurting. Not like Irritable but hurting. And so I'm like, I right, am just going to ride this shit out, see what happened tomorrow. So I look at it, you know, you wash it real good, make sure everything, because part of like that warm feeling in knowledge bush is just like, man, this feels so much better. Because if one, you feel clean and then you just feel better. Just something about it mentally. So the next day comes and it just gets a lot worse and my whole hip starts to hurt real Damn. bad. So I didn't know if it was just the pressure because I had a belt on, I was at work. So I come home and I take the belt off and I look and it just doesn't look any better than the day before. Mm. So I'm like, do I gamble and wait till tomorrow? Go to minor ER.
2: So you didn't gamble. I you didn't went.
0: gamble. It's my dick. Right. So I didn't gamble. I go, I go to a, uh, I go to minor emerg- emergency and uh, I'm sitting there and they like, what are you here for? I don't even really know how to say it. So I'm like, spider bite. Cause I'm like, I don't. It's not your business. You're just taking my insurance. <laughs> so we get to the back. She, The nurse come in. What are you here for? Uh, spider bite. Where is it? I'm a groin. Okay. Uh, All right, take your pants off. You're not the doctor. Mm. You're not the doctor. We don't start here.
2: Well, and you don't call the shots, though. Why are you acting all like... Me? Yeah, take your fucking pants off and doc. let us take a look. I need
0: the doc. I need the doc. That's the problem I, I say all the time. You never want to talk to the hot girl at the doctor's office because she's sick
2: because you're afraid your shit's going to get kind of excited and you'll be embarrassed. No, no, no.
0: I'm not worried about that. My oh. dick's sick. I'm uh. not excited about nothing. <laughs> so
2: Dick the, Gamble would be a good name for like an investigator and a book, and a novel.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Dick Gamble. All right. Gamble. And then he ends every scene with Don't gamble with the dick. <laughs> he, boom. Boom. Um so <clears throat> so dot comes in. He t- says the same thing. Pull it down, Like, Pull it down, cause you the doc. He goes, uh, um, uh, he 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 takes a little scope out. Thing got his thing. He pulls it. He's fucking around filling it with my <laughs> dick like this. Mo- he trying to move it around. He moving it around with the little pencil thing, cause he don't want to touch it. He no. He hit the gloves. Do that shit. Pull out his thing. So, so he's fucking with it. I said, "What's wrong?" He say, "Hmm, I see, uh." uh a drainage that needs to be done on this. He said, I think you got a staph infection. And I say, What do we need to do? <laughs> like at this point, I don't give a fuck what the diagnosis is. What do we need to do? I will right, we'll, we'll,
2: Hold on. Was your dick hurting?
0: So this is a visual podcast. So from here all the way down here was hurting. But did you start then, feeling
2: it in your dick?
0: In the prostate was hurting it. So like, your balls? Um the taint areas, they call it.
2: In between your balls and your yeah. ass. Oh, so you start getting worried.
0: Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All this is getting affected and fall, hit the ground. No, we're not having it. I want to use my penis.
2: Like some gangrene fall off shit.
0: Scary type shit. It was too close to your dick. And so I say, Doc, what do we need to do? And he says, We're going to do this. He said, A bunch of scientists. I said, I trust you. Do whatever you need to do. I'm going to lay back. He said, We'll be right back. The nurse come back in. Commercial I, and shit? I, what? Huh?
2: Went to a commercial and shit. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's like, after these messages, <laughs> we'll be right back after. So she comes back and, I'm, and my mom think, why the fuck this motherfucker? She not the doctor. You the doc. You And so they come in. You
2: don't want to fuck with your dick.
0: I get it. I get it. And I just want it fixed. So I lay back and I just look to the side. I look to the side. Oh, And they pull in I can hear the paper rustling Because they open up fucking syringes And all kinds of shit And he's like you're gonna feel a pinch I say man do it Just get it out of the way I say this loud
2: What Was that to numb you? What were they doing?
0: For, yeah for one So one of them was to the numb the area Then the other one was the uh, the scalpel They cut it open mm. Not my dick but To drain Yeah So he do that shit I feel it all So I don't even know What the numbing was doing so I feel it all, and then I can. This is gonna be gross. I can feel that ooze down the thigh. I'm like no, what is he doing? And I'm just looking this way, eyes closed. I'm not saying that. I said we done yet. He was like, "Uh, give us a second You don't want to hear that. No. Not when you. Not 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 no. when you. Not when you like this. Usually, Spread out. usually
2: they're like, "Yeah, we're good. We're doing good. Almost done. You're doing great." Not give us a second.
0: Give us a second. He's, I say, "I right, take two I always say this. It's just. Then I, I said, take two. Then he said, like, then you hear the pop, pop. He took his head. said, we're all done. I said, what do you mean we're all done? He said, we're all done. Uh, we put a gals on it tonight. In the next few days, keep taking Epsom salt baths, just sit in the bath. And I remember coming home for that first bath, sitting in the water. And I'm just looking at my shit. And I'm thinking, what would you get yourself into? I was so, I was defeated.
2: Was it a spider bite?
0: He said it was a staph infection.
2: How do you get that?
0: I, I don't know how I would have got it down there. Cause normally when I know people getting stuff it's shared bathroom type shit. Don't nobody else live here.
2: Who knows what happened? And then you scratched it. Maybe your fingernail was dirty. I mean, no,
0: I'm real protective about balls.
3: Hmm.
0: You know what I mean? Even like sh- manscaping type shit. Like I'm very like particular. Cause I don't, I'm always afraid. that So
2: I'm- how is it now? Is it healed?
0: Oh, this is, yeah we good I'm, I'm gracious how Thank long did it you. take
2: for
1: it to heal
0: a week it's, well in, in in terms of like no longer seeing the uh, the staff I guess the infection uh, not seeing it and then just being cool like how, the pain stopped was immediately huh? oh man this is like 6-7 years ago <laughs> okay yeah, like, this is long enough for me to be a so,
2: so you said one time you were, this was a misdiagnosis, so you thought it was a spider bite. You misdiagnosed yourself.
0: Because you walked in there like, spider bite. I, what else I'm going to say? Spider bite. What else I'm going to say? Infection on my groin? I don't want that out there.
1: Steph infection. <laughs> Steph.
0: Cancer. Tumor-like thing. Anyway, one more thing for you. Got one more thing for you. So. We we started this talking about from the ground up. Now you as a singer, mm-hmm. <laughs> you feel like I'm. Am I, you you're tense. You look tense. Do I? Yeah, relax.
2: This chair is weird.
0: Yeah, it is. It's my favorite chair though.
2: It's like, it's like when a little person goes to a new world. You know, on Mario, when sometimes he gets to be big, like super big, like giant.
0: Super Mario.
2: Are you done? <laughs> yeah, I feel like I'm in like a, I'm a little midget in a big ass throne chair.
0: Hey, you well, you like Game of Thrones, so I this do. should be a thing. It's not a comp- game. Not a game. It's not a. But as a singer, as a singer, now you're doing radio. Yeah. All right. So, um, you know, we talked about this in form, like how you start one thing and then you find yourself doing something else and thriving like how does that what advice would you give somebody what like what is your what is that journey like for you when you kind of look back at that
2: let me take off my spectacles and really just get in there and
0: get in there what would i tell somebody well what is it what is it like for you though like what is that for me yeah for you um because i'll be, be i was seeing all the flyers i'm gonna say this before you say that okay one interesting thing about from the ground up is like she's how long you've been doing radio since tr- end of
2: 2014
0: all right so so we'll say we'll give or take um, four years three and a half so we'll not, give, not super long all right so we'll say four years and the amount of people who have complimented you um, a, as an artist before they even mention anything about is, I don't think anyone has even mentioned anything about radio
2: that's interesting that you say that when they when they talk about the music and all
1: that as opposed to um, you know what's flattering is for somebody
2: to really just be listening to my music even to this day like they're, they're in their car spending their valuable time Listening to me, not on the radio, like my my music, oh. like my songs, mm. like that's so flattering because time is essential. Like when I'm in my car and I'm playing a song, that's like a mini vacation. So for me to be playing you during my vacation, you better you're fucking worth something, right? Mm. So for someone to be like, they'll snap, like, "Hey, I I'm listening to your city. I love you." da 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 da. And I'm just like, wow. So it feels amazing. It's a blessing. It's a blessing that you do something that you're genuine, genuinely off. You genuinely feel something. And for somebody else to love what you love is so flattering.
0: But meshing that with like the fact like now you do radio. Mm -hmm. And I've told you, I. I I think you do a good job. I was going to say something, but who knows who's listening? So I'm not going to say that but um that is also and you're also in an extremely tough position when i say tough i mean like you're in someone else's no pun intended playhouse and having to maneuver in that space
3: mm-hmm.
0: and everyone thinks like oh i can just do radio like podcasts a lot of people will think they could do podcasts. As last week, you heard Zero and Ron. We talked about how people will start this, pro- this podcast game and get about 10 episodes in and realize, oh, this is not like as simple as, right. you know, to be consistent at. I got to do it every week. You do this every day.
2: Anyone can do radio. Anyone can do radio, but they're going to probably suck.
0: Okay. When you say that, I'm like, come on now. I'm just-
2: be- because anybody can do anything. Anybody can, you know, do from the ground up and start recording some shit but we've talked about this before you can have every single ingredient for the recipe come on but come on it ain't gonna be grandma's Mm -mm. it's not gonna be grandma's and you just sometimes you just have to have it there's some shit you cannot learn you just have to have it if you don't have it stop you might love doing it but if you suck at it like you're probably not going to make money at it. And I, f- I feel like certain people are born to do certain things. And I feel like I was put on this earth to, in some shape or form, entertain somehow.
0: What was the first day like on radio?
2: At power or at the other station?
0: Your first day in radio.
2: Surreal. A blur.
3: because
0: Fake. You, mm.
2: Very fake. Because I was trying to... Okay, so when I performed, I was Ayala. I went by my last name. So when I got on the air, I was Ayala initially. And so I, when I perform, I'm like this diva. Like I'm in this other zone. You know, it's a musical side. And so I was trying to be like, hey, this is Ayala. Um, coming up. <laughs> like I was trying to be too cool.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: It was very fake. And then it's like once i i once i was carla it was like okay once i learned to be myself that was the hardest thing was being comfortable with being myself on the air because once that fucking live starts people people will clam up Mm. they will clam the fuck up
0: but you we like you said though you said that um some people are good at it like if you're first how, how at what point did you feel like you know i i think i like I'm i got this. this
2: um when i okay some shit you can't learn some shit you can learn and of course knowledge is power right so like when i started really knowing how to maneuver um the board and the the equipment like the Vox Pro when i learned um how to really start producing like adding in sound effects and i started being able to um intertwine my goofy other side into the radio like um i would sing the usd 259 uh lunch menu in different genres so like one day i would sing elementary school with like a rock and so i'd find like a rock bed and to be like, like it's pork chops and the mashed potatoes like being so fucking stupid but people appreciated it and i didn't know people were gonna hate it but once I got the feedback
0: mm. that
2: people loved it, that just like fueled my fire. And it was just like.
0: So, but at some point you had, you come to a time where you're like, damn, I'm not doing music. And you have to like, in some ways go like, I, I guess this is it.
1: I've never had that point. I, I've
2: never had that let down feeling, I guess. I think because of the transition, like I didn't, I didn't fail at music and then I was like, okay, I'll just do radio. It was a transition. Like I, I got pregnant with my son and I slowly lost that priority to perform, perform, perform because I focused on him. And then when it was time to start getting back into things, I, I never regained that because I went so hard with the music.
3: Mm.
2: So hard. Like I was getting ready to go on like an international like
3: Ooh. tour
2: thing, uh-oh, and I, I didn't do it because I it just didn't feel right because the manager lady. But, I just, it just it feels good. It's in a good place. Like I never thought, oh, I'm not doing me. Now I do. Sometimes I do miss, um, the creative process, like going into a studio, drinking, chilling, listening to a beat and writing to it and creating like a song, and I miss people. Being able to hear new music from me because people ask about it.
3: Mm.
0: Just tell them to tune in. You hear me every morning. I sing a song. <laughs> 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 what is that? <laughs> no, not at all.
2: Sorry, I'm texting my baby daddy.
0: Oh, um,
2: can I call him real quick?
0: I'm sure. <clears throat> Going live.
2: We are live with the BD. <laughs> this, is,
0: this is gangster. We're back. Yeah. We're back. And we're back.
1: Rat-a-tat.
0: I don't know where I was at. Give the people some advice. No, give people the biggest lesson you've learned in life from this moment that you're in right now from music, from an entertainer sensibility.
1: Two things. When you look at yourself... Like you are bigger than you are um, when
2: you're talking to other people. Let's say you're talking to a celebrity or you're talking to somebody who's high up in the business. Look at yourself like you're on their
1: level. The conversation will go so much better. Don't look at yourself like you're this smaller person who's less than they are. Does that make sense? Mm Mm-hmm. And I forgot what
0: the other thing <laughs> <guess it> was. She made it so dramatic. Two things. <laughs> first. But don't
2: worry about the second.
0: <laughs> second thing. Refer to the first thing.
2: Oh, the second one was okay. With that in mind, though, be humble. Be humble. Because you're only, for me, I'm only as good as my last show. And it's so cutthroat. So you can be the shit one day and the next day something happens and for some reason you're just not in your bag or you suck or something goes wrong you just be humble and put your fucking all into every fucking performance i don't give a fuck what you're doing whether you're a singer a rapper you're on the radio your fucking podcast put everything you have into that show because you're only as good as your last show
0: Mm.
1: and that's that's
3: true that's it that's it
1: what's your most nervous moment on air. Hypothetically? Or that's happened? That's happened. Uh probably when Greg cried for the first time on the air. Mm. I didn't know how to handle it. This year? Uh, last Christmas. Hmm. Because you gotta remember, like, before I
2: met him, he's I mean, he's like this, you know. He's a prominent figure, and so to see hi- him in tears it I didn't know how to handle it. and I wasn't at the point to where I, we me and him weren't close yet like me and him are like genuinely friends now, but it it was just I didn't know how to handle I didn't know how to handle him crying.
0: And what would you
1: do? I just sat there and <laughs> no. I, like, see, I'm laughing. I don't know
2: why I'm laughing. you <laughs> you're staring at me. I'm
0: get, I'm getting my Barbara, Barbara Walters on right now. So you know, this is I'm doing real interview now. But um, fair enough. Um. Well, thanks for coming on.
1: This is the longest I've been on. Nah. Yeah, I've been on.
2: I put on for my
0: city. Uh, uh, for my city. See what people now? You like? I, I purposely don't laugh at her. I don't want you. I don't you want do? you to do everything. Yeah, I purposely like try to hold it in. Everyone else I laugh. Like, you know what they you. say.
2: No. It's like holding in a fart. <laughs> no. You can't hold in farts and laughs.
0: Nah, I can I do it on purpose because she listens to laughter all the time. <laughs> so I'm like, nah, I'm not going to give it to Because I listen to laughter all the time. Yeah. Uh, you air.
2: Don't do that. Don't well, be petty.
0: Nah, I got to. It's like a. It's like a, I got to give a, 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 a shift to like. Don't show me
2: to. tough love.
0: It's not tough.
2: You're trying to act like I'm not funny when I'm hilarious. But you are
0: funny. I just don't want to give it to you. Anyway. You know what?
2: So, I wish I could drop the mic. Can you throw in that effect where the mic drops?
0: Nah, because, you know, we ain't got no sound boys. <laughs> but uh, thanks for coming on again. Um, I think people are going to learn a lot this go around. Really? Yeah. I think um, I told you, I told you before, like, like I think this show is going to be made for you. Really? Yeah, I told you because like, I, I knew I was gonna ask you about like yourself. I ne- we've never talked about yourself. You
2: you are subtly one of my biggest supporters. You're very subtle with it, but you're you seem like you're one of my biggest supporters. Even though sometimes I feel like you do hate on me, you don't try to hate.
0: Hate on you? It's
2: cr- it's constructive haterism.
0: <laughs> nah, I don't hate. But nah, yeah, I just wanted, you know, got a little piece because I've never we've never had the conversation. But like you're actually you actually doing radio like for real, for real. So I was like, if I'm gonna have a conversation, it got to be content. And and for people who like because one thing with, from the ground up and I want to talk about it in juxtaposition to from the ground up is like I think artists have to also know that this ain't the end. Like you don't Definitely have to not be. The end. It's, be- it's an age game. In too. my
2: mindset, if I would have, I would never have been like, I would be okay with, with doing radio. That's awesome. My mind was only music, 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 music. Got to do it. Got to do it. Whether it's writing, doing this, doing that. Like right now, if I ever made it in music, I don't want to be like on stage. I would love to shop songs out as just writing music. I don't want to be like in the limelight. I don't want that life.
0: But going to the point of entertainment, I think entertainers, true entertainers could would be entertaining regardless of the platform. I like that. And Take that. Um, as we are seeing, like all these artists are not necessarily that. Even when they try to force themselves to be that, they're not actually that because they're trying to be something else. They're trying to be a version of someone else instead of saying, oh, I get to be comfortable now. Because as a performer, you're constantly thinking about like perception.
2: What makes them think like that? Like, why can't they step back and be like, this isn't my calling
0: Ego, like you know, when I made music, I called it ego music.
2: This is this should be the name of this episode, ego, like ego music, something with ego. All
0: right, that's 100, but yeah, I that's 100 right I there. I think that's as a whole book.
1: You notice white people say 100,
0: Get hundred dollars, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, ego music. And the, the the whole point was soundtrack. And I think that's entertainment. Like for me, I knew what I was doing. I always have said, I said at any, w- once I made a true transition out of it, when I talked about music, at the end of the day, rappers, I don't care how gangster are they are performance artists. That Absolutely. is everything that you will see in Juilliards and all the art schools yes. in the country. So knowing that, it's all an act no matter how real it is because at the end of the day it takes time to sit down and rhyme words so this idea of like i gotta be gangster i gotta be street is not real but because they try to make it so real to who they are who who their persona they try to live their persona as a real person that the idea of failure at that persona is like losing a piece of themselves
2: you What's know, interesting though, some actors get lost in their characters. That's why some of them get depressed. I think I will be that person. So some of them get depressed, and some even take it a step further. And she's, so she's
0: talking about method acting when an actor, uh, like Heath Ledger, becomes the Joker, exactly. and Jim Carrey becomes Andy Kaufman. Um, but yeah, but we'll continue this some other time. Yes, we will. Yes. So,
2: good night and good luck.
0: Ooh, ooh! I'm kind of famous. Podcast from the ground up, co-creator.
2: Sponsors holler at us.
0: Carla Yala. <laughs> <laughs> got, got this white Mexican name. Till next time. So, in light
2: of you being kind of famous, why the
3: hell? I'm kind of
2: famous.
1: <laughs> Who the hell? Is she know.